0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the very first episode of the sexual quantum leap uh, podcast my name is pierre de sosa and i will be your host today i'm sitting here with andrew Miok. hey guys andrew is the ceo and founder and head coach here at sql and while we are sitting here and sweating our balls off in chiang mai Uh, we're gonna have a bit of a chat about premature ejaculation today.
1: Yeah, let's get into it, huh?
0: Mm. So, um, the, the the first thing uh, I I think we we a lot of people are, are curious about is what does premature ejaculation come from?
1: Premature ejaculation, like, let's take a step back and talk about guys thinking. Let's actually let's take a step step back even further. Premature ejaculation is a mindset thing that usually stems from anxiety. And when you have that anxiety build up, of like, oh shit, something's going to happen, or um, something's going to happen in the future, or what about this situation? And all this tension builds up, and it usually comes as well from when guys are um, masturbating from a very young age. like right? They get taught at a young age, basically. But the thing is, they get taught how to masturbate through porn, but they don't really learn. Usually their mates just telling them to jerk off really quickly and like who, who can do it the quickest. But the premature ejaculation starts there from the misuse of um, porn and then also when you're growing up, you're like shit, I've got to do this quick and get it over and done with because a lot of guys, <laughs> when they're at, um, when they are at home, they have started maybe jerking off maybe when they're about 10, 12, 14 years old, around about that age. And then when they're to jerk off, They're at home, they're tensed over as fuck as much as they can. Their whole body's tense, they're looking around, they're going, fuck, I hope mum doesn't walk in. And they're like, they're jerking off as quick as they can, they're going quick as they can, and then all of a sudden you hear mum yelling out from the kitchen, Andrew, (laughs) dinner's ready! And you're like... Mom, I'm coming! Why are you watching furiously fucking two midgets going for it? And you're like, holy shit, because that's maybe your thing. Maybe it's not, but whatever. Maybe you're watching two blonde fucking mills. I don't know. Anyway, you're going for this. You're whacking off as fast as you can. And you're tense. Your whole body's tense. You're looking behind you. You're looking everywhere. And all of a sudden, you're like, dinner's ready! Like, Mom, I'm coming! And you're like, just about to blow your load. And you think she's going to walk in. But guess what the most sensitive fucking organ is? your ears because you're constantly fucking thinking is she going to come down the door and bust down the door so then that builds that anxiety it builds that pressure builds that tension builds all that anxiety in the body in your mind and then then you have taught yourself basically now i have to fi- quickly come so quickly so basically um when you're when you're like with the premature ejaculation always talk to guys and clients on sql it's basically like the way you masturbate is the way you fuck and then over time, when you're starting to jerk off, you start to have to um, change those behaviors, which takes a fucking lot of time, and a lot of discipline, because maybe your whole life, you may be um, 20 years old now, you may be 50 years old or plus. But what you have to really realize is, this is a skill that you have to um, um, cultivate over time. Like, how the fuck do you think a sprinter is going to um, run a marathon? He can't, it's the thing is, you've got to you train for the marathon to be a marathon runner, so I train clients and just i'm going to help people i'm like training them to be a marathon runner so they can last as long as they want or they can last as short as they want but like the thing is the premature ejaculation i want to make it clear it all comes from your mind
0: yeah um that that's interesting do do you do you think anyone can fix their premature ejaculation or do you think there are like genetic problems or just pure like there's something wrong with some people or do you think anyone can actually fix this
1: anyone actually can fix their premature ejaculation problems it is a psychological thing and then when you can get past the psychological um, aspects then what happens the physical exercises like doing the breaths through the body and when you start doing the breaths you start relaxing because if you're anxious you can't be relaxed and if you're relaxed you can't be anxious so that's that first step about really stepping in to being relaxed and when you can do this and really circulate like um the sexual energy through your body because what happens is a massive build up there mm-hmm. um, in regards to your groin area and then there's a massive build up in your groin area what's going to happen is it's going to want to be exposed quickly and then you go shit always use are train yourself with your mind because i'm fixated on this problem which i don't like to use problems because it's disempowering i like to say it's a challenge that can become be, be overcame with specific techniques breathing exercises and then also alleviating the pressure in your mind that you can actually get over this and it's not something that you're um it's not something that you're stuck with for the rest of your life
0: yeah um have you because uh, on on the on the retreats if we have anyone listening who doesn't actually know us from before go and check out com, and we also have a facebook group called uh sexual quantum leap or sql it's a free group, um, you just ask some questions when you try to join the group, that's pretty much it. Um, f- for those of you who don't know us that, m- that well at the moment, we're, we're running retreats, we have big weekend retreats, very high-end uh, programs where we teach guys everything to do or all of the basics, I'd say, around satisfying women in bed, masculinity, and just being on your own purpose and becoming a more attractive man Overall, pretty much. So on, on the retreats, Andrew is is doing all of these pure sexuality aspects of it. I'm not really too hands-on with that. So one, one thing I was curious about, Andrew, is d- during the years when you've been helping guys with premature ejaculation, because I, I don't really have much experience helping guys with that issue per se, have you noticed a difference between the guys who have sought out help early on rather than the guys who have waited and may, maybe they're like in the mid thirties kind of thing. And they're coming to, is there a difference? Is it as easy for everyone to sort it out or is it like the guys with a little bit more life experience? Is it maybe a little, are they a little bit more centered in themselves? In some ways it's easier for them to unwire it or is it more like, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks and it's becoming harder and harder to further be doing the same thing.
1: I've realized this. The pharmaceutical industry has done a phenomenal job of promoting, you are fucked up and you are <laughs> broken." So it is time, motherfucker, to take some spray. So basically, for, uh, for premature ejaculation, there is a spray that actually makes you last longer. And when that happens, it, you just spray it on your penis, essentially, and you last long. and a lot of people who have um, premature ejaculation problems know about this. And I had a guy once I worked with, and he had this for such a long time. He was 45 years old. He said he's been doing this spray, and he said he's overusing the spray. God knows how much he spent on that spray. But I said to him, I go, what's it like? He goes, it's debilitating because you have to spray on the spray, and you know you're going to have sex. And I have this woman. They go, shit. If I use this spray, then what happens if I don't have, it's like, there's all these complications and stuff like that. And it's a psychological thing. Same with guys who struggle to get it up. They think, oh shit, I need to take Viagra. Viagra again, fantastic, fantastic marketing. And they did phenomenal at doing that. But at the same time, that left a lot of men like debilitated in regards to this where, again, erections are psychological. We can do another whole podcast on that. But with the erectile dysfunction, I have to explain to this guy teaching the old dog new tricks. I go, it is possible, but it's going to be harder to unwire those mindsets and beliefs because your whole life has been building up that pressure and it quickly goes away. That's why I talked about the breathing exercise where you have to circulate that energy throughout your whole body so it doesn't get dispersed so quickly Relax in your um, sexuality, listen to some audios. We have SQL audios and stuff like that, which we might actually release on this in the future when we get a certain amount of people listening and downloads and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll do that as, as a thing later. If there's anyone listening and we still haven't done that, feel free to reach out to us and remind us. But what we'll do is for everyone who shares the podcast, we'll, we'll give them a couple of these audios. We can go into depth about what those audios are. But it's different type of sexual meditations is enough for people to know that. But yeah, let's let's do that. That's actually a cool thing to do. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. That's good. So yeah, definitely remind us about that. And that's all it was. He had to stop doing this praise and then over time he had to basically you have to train your body how to masturbate because the way you masturbate is the way you fuck, and then over time what's going to happen it's going to train your body, and then when you do have sex with a woman, you can be more relaxed, you can be in your head, and um, get out of your head and get into your body, and that's basically getting out of like, all your thought and logic and becoming more emotional and more connected to a person. Now, in this all being said, there's so much pressure, I've realized, because we can go into depth about this, premature ejaculation is such a psychological issue because men feel like they have to perform. They have to do something. You have to be this certain stud and fucking all this stuff in bed. Where realistically, there's so many other things you have to do. They like go, quick, if I put in, I want to come. Sometimes you can give, if you come to SQL or you just fucking talk to anyone who I've done work with or anything. What I've had with mentors that have taught me so much shit over the years, it's literally, sometimes you don't even need to put your cock inside of a woman to give her the best sexual experience of her life. A
0: oh, 100%. And not I, even close.
1: And that's the thing. You go. I have to put my cock in. And that causes the um the psychological discomfort and going. Fuck. I'm going to come so quickly. If I if I, if I don't use my penis, then she's not going to come back. She's going to leave me. I'm not going to satisfy her. How can I really cause a deep connection?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's actually the it, the the same thing as we're talking about in the in the mini course. That's for people listening. The mini course is done. We are just having some technical difficulties. So by the time this podcast comes out, we should probably be able to release the mini course at the same time, which will actually teach you how to satisfy a woman fully mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. We before you even get to the sex part, there is some sexual aspects of this. But one of the coolest aspects of of this course that we're putting up, and it's free, you can just download it at theandroidmioc.com. It's called From Nun to Nymph. It's about how to make women basically addicted to you. And addicted maybe has a little bit of negative connotations, but essentially it is make her love your presence. Make her love having sex with you and make you love everything about you pretty much. And one of the coolest um, concepts that me and Andrew have have developed over the years, is the concept of of lifestyle foreplay, which is what we're talking about in the first email of these, where we have seven different techniques where you can turn everything in your mundane normal life into extremely sexually sexually charged activities, right? And some of them actually allow you to make things sexually charged without even talking about sex. So it's just really honing in on that masculine presence and allowing her to be in her feminine and it's creating that tension between the two of you. So it's an incredible course to check out and we decided to give it out for free to you. So definitely check that one out. Um, what, 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 what one guy is actually started to get better and better at this is um i can't say his name but the guy where you're you're gonna run into in vegas yes the, uh, uh, i'll give i'll give a story about from, that from from Chode to <laughs> i oh don't know uh, to deviant
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> do you have anything else to say but this No. This,
0: Go, go at it. Because I didn't know him when he was a child. I only knew him since after he had done work with you. So I only know him as this fucking dude who's just banging strippers on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. And fucking on the weekdays too. Really. Like, he's all the banging Jeez, it's basically not even working anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's give, is a boy. Let,
1: let's give him a name. Let's give him a name called... Steve. Steve. Good old Steve. So, Steve, I met about a year and a half ago. And Steve. So, Steve, I met him. And when I first met him, he was a marketing guy. And literally, he came to me and goes, And, and this ties all into the premature ejaculation. He came to me and goes, Andrew, I am fucked up, mate. I am really fucked up. You know what? My life is nearly over. I go, What do you mean? I'm like, that's pretty dramatic. He goes, Dude, I have premature ejaculation problems. I'm struggling to get women to the bedroom, women walk all over me, I can't satisfy them, I don't know how to connect, and the biggest thing that's holding all this stuff back is the premature ejaculation, and that's why I'm saying this for today, and he goes, am I fucked up, am I like this for the rest of my life, and I looked at him, and at that time I was like running gangbangs and sex parties and all this debaucherous stuff, and I'll stop doing that now, but I remember having a chat with him, he's like, Hang on a second, that's all you're talking about, and you're talking about sex, you're being like, looking into sex, like, myself and Pierre, we looked at this, like, between sex, dating, and relationships, and being obsessed about this for the last 23 years collectively, we just, I looked at him, I go, yeah, that's my life, man, like, friends are having threesomes, and having lots of women in their life, and relationships, and stuff like that, and all these things, and lots of women are like, yeah, that's normal, he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then he's telling me how he's making good money with marketing, Yeah. And he was just like telling me, dude, that is out of my reality. And he goes, I don't really care about all the gangbangs and the sex parties. I just want to have a really good relationship and I want to be able to just last a bit longer in bed and not basically cream my pants before it's too over, before it's all over. And I said to him, I go, I go, Steve, you know what, mate? I will I will promise that this will not be an issue for you ever again in your life. But he looked at me like really skeptical, he was like, dude, I don't believe you, man. I feel like I'm stuck like this, and I'm fucked. I'm like, believe me, just trust in me, and we'll get this done. We actually um, set up a title for our first session, we, um, and we're let's do, get this done. We set up a private one-on-one session, actually, because we're like, you know what, let's make this happen. He actually canceled on the first session because he didn't think it was possible. And then I cracked down on him. I go, what the fuck is really? wrong with you? I didn't know that. So he canceled the first session. He let me down on that. And I go, dude, are you serious? He goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then I could tell because it's like that success barrier. I'm like, I can change you and you will change. He goes, nah, dude, it's not going to happen. I go, Just yeah. trust me. Trust me. It's going to happen. You've seen this as well. That, you?
0: that That's actually more more common than, than you think with, with guys who want to put off coming to the retreat. Because they they have this some some form of irrational idea in their mind, like no, nope, but I gotta take care of this first. I gotta do this, or here's another expense. When in fact, it's unconsciously, is they know there's going to be the most terrifying weekend of their life, but they can't admit to themselves that it's still a pussy, and they know they need to come here to actually become a man, and then like no, but you know, I got the, the car payment kind of things so like. As if you wouldn't make things work, right? It's like we like shit always works out, right? But then people have these kind of thing. But yeah, I didn't know that. But but yeah, Steve, Steve. as we'll, we'll call him. Good I had Steve. no idea. I thought he just came right away. No, Is he doesn't strike me like one of these dudes who would just keep cancelling out of the success for everything.
1: Because we get it. Because it's like such a like changing thing. I go, dude, your life. I go, dude, you're gonna be able to have women in your life who are going to beg you to have sex with you who are going to be at your doorstep and be annoyed that you don't go and fuck them and he goes dude you, you fool go, yeah. he goes mate I, I have this one girl at the moment who's kind of walking all over me and I can't see this happening and I'm like alright cool so he ended up rocking up for his first session he ended up doing it like just a one on one i go, going do you want to take this to the next level let's do it let's come come to SQL so the SQL retreat he goes oh fuck it. are you going to be there don't pull out of me and he goes yeah alright I'm going to be there Andy Anyway, he rocks up on the retreat for the three days. He's shitting himself, thinking like, what have I got myself into? But credit to Steve, he literally threw himself in to the whole experience, and for the three days, he went from like, we go, these retreats go from like 8 a.m. sometimes to 11 o'clock at night. Like, they are brutal. Because the thing is, for significant change to happen, significant things have to happen. So what happened on the retreat? Steve was absolutely pushing himself, and I could see there's blood, sweat, and there's tears. There's breakdowns, there's breakthroughs, all that all that good stuff. Anyway, the day after so after he finished the SQL retreat, he finished, all done, and he's like, "Holy fucking shit, I actually understand it." That Sunday night, oh no, the Monday night. So this guy is now going out on a Monday night. So he's like a pretty like.
0: So, so the re- retreat finishes on the Sunday night. Yeah. And this is back when, when you were doing the Melbourne. Yeah, this is what I was right? doing in Melbourne. So he comes back to his house on Sunday night. Yeah. Sleeps. And then on, on the Monday, he decides to go out on the Monday night in Melbourne. Yeah. Which is shit. <laughs> so he goes,
1: yeah, he goes out on a Monday night. I'm pretty sure it's a Monday or the Sunday, regardless. Pretty much a day. or will just say a day after. A day after he goes on, uh, out after the retreat. And... He literally, what he does, he finds, so in the retreat, he's learned like all this a bit of like dominance, a bit of kinky stuff, learned about how to be more assertive in the bedroom, deep, deep connection, eye contact, how to um, tie girls up, how to th- um, throw them around, all in a consensual manner that makes them feel fantastic, knowing how to finger a chick, how to go a chick, how to like um, do the squirting, like so nosy, like yes, every woman can squirt, we'll do a whole podcast on that because we get a ton of questions about squirting. So we're talking about like squirting, like the uh all of it. All of it, the glitzing line they know how to use sex toys at the end of it. Uh, it's it's just it's constantly over all this stuff and so basically he's equipped. He's equipped to go out there and take on the world and give a woman the best experience she's ever had. <laughs> He's equipped to take on the world. <laughs> He's like, think about a trainee. He's got his fucking yeah. tool belt. So that's it, if I want to go down on her, I know what to. If I want to fucking finger her, I know what to. But oh, if I want to fuck her in the arts, I know how to do it in a way that makes her feel f- mm-hmm. fantastic and she actually enjoys the experience. So, all this stuff. Anyway, that Monday night we'll say he went out. He found a woman out by herself, like roaming the streets of Melbourne, uh, roaming the clubs. And he went up to her, he started talking to her. And he basically goes, oh, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, what's up? Long story short, he ended up taking this woman home. And this woman was a circus performer. So, holy fuck. Is this? What? Yes, it is. It what is? Say. Yes. <laughs> so, this woman is a circus performer. He pulls her home, takes her home. When he takes her home, he <laughs> gives her a mind blowing experience. Not from here, and I w- I was actually at a, I was actually running back in the day. I went and helped out your ex company, and I was doing running a retreat up there in Sydney, and I was getting prepared for the next day in the morning. He sends me a message. So uh, Pierre used to run a dating company. Oh yeah. no!
0: So this happened during the first Sydney residential.
1: Before, before I came up, so like. Mm-hmm. Before I came up, I was like 5 a.m. in the morning, yeah, yeah, out, like yeah. putting the fine touches, and then he calls me at 6 a.m. like and simply keeps the message going. You have to call me, man, right now, I'm like, dude. I'm putting <laughs> together a program. I'm getting ready read to sell sex toys and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, he actually texted me. He's like, "Dude, Andrew changed my life. I didn't hear this story. He just told me Andrew just changed my life. That's all. All I like do."
1: Yeah, so that's all it was. And I go, what's up, man? Like, this better be good. It's six in the morning. And I'm, like, really hustling because I've I've got a big workshop I've got to run with guys. Anyway, so basically what happened, he called me up. He goes, man, you will not fucking believe what happened. I'm like, dude, what happened, man? This better be good. He goes, mate, I took a girl home from the club last night. Holy shit. I was tying her up. I was having sex with her, I was like uh, fingering her all the way, just like she was going crazy. The the emotions she was doing, banging her all around the house, I was pinning her down, she was loving it, she was being submissive, she was like loving how I was just like really picking her up. I did the exercises where you basically put her, the arm around the the back of the head, and then you hold it there, and then you like walk around with her, slam her into the wall, like really um, hold her really gently, make... Like all this shit, he was going into such elaborate detail, explaining bit by bit all the details, what happened on the night, he goes, dude, holy fucking shit, he goes, and you know what the funniest part is about all this, he goes, I couldn't stop thinking about you, because <laughs> that was the most fucked up part. About you? Yeah, anyways, I was thinking of you what you're teaching me. So yeah, if you do come to escrow in the future, you're going to be thinking of me when you're fucking teaching. So anyway, Steve was like blown away. He goes, dude, I thank you so much. You changed my fucking life. What the fuck is this? Uh, oh,
0: that's too funny.
1: And then after that, I literally actually met him and the girl, and he goes... The girl's like, yeah, that was a crazy night that we had. But the thing is, I thought he was just always like
0: that. <laughs> thing like, I never knew his. Yeah, I know. Before. Yeah, she, she, for for listeners, we 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 both, know no Yeah, she, she 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 told me the same that time when she came to the house. She she told me the same. She's like, yeah, it's so strange, cause cause Steve, I almost told his said his real name. Steve Steve, pa- Steve apparently used to. Not be like this. I'm like, yeah, I've heard stories, but I know him like this too now. So I can't really picture it either. So but both of us sort of have to have to take your word. And Steve's word, I'll just edit that. And yeah. Steve's Steve's word for it. Um but yeah, that, that that's really crazy.
1: Um yeah, and the thing is where he is now, what happened with that? Steve Steve literally like that's how it ties into premature ejaculation. So let's tie that back back in. Steve literally was going, I have no women, I don't know what to do, I'm embarrassed, I have premature rejections, to going, he has three to four women in his life at one, any one time, begging him to catch up. The guy ended up nearly going broke because he was going out there and fucking so many women. He was making a joke about it because he goes, dude, all I go out there and do, um, do now is have sex with women and learn all the stuff that you taught me. And because I've never had these experiences, I've never been able to do this because I've had so much anxiety, crippled with performance, performance anxiety and just didn't know what to do, I feel like you're giving me the cheat code in regards to sexuality, so that I can give women the experiences that they've always wanted. And the fundamental principle is, I know how to satisfy her, I know how to connect with her, and it's not just about rough and all that stuff, it's about, you know, I know what to do if I have my perfect partner in my life where I can have that epic connection. And the thing is, I realized, It took all the pressure off my mind of thinking, I have to quickly put my cock in, I have to do that. I didn't even have to do that. I took my time with the foreplay, these are his words. I really slowed down, I really gave her that experience and by doing this, that allowed her to enjoy it a lot more and really built up the orgasm so she could have explosive orgasms and then I put my cock in and then when you put your cock in after that, that's when shit gets real. And that's when you have the mindset and this is why I talk a lot about Mindsets in S12 because it's talking about your um, sexuality, so when you know your sexuality, you have to get that the fundamentals sorted on that. Understanding your sexuality, how you work, what you like, what you don't like, etc. Number two is hers. Understanding a woman's sexuality at her core, what she likes, what she doesn't like, and getting to know her at her fundamental sexual core. Number three is ours. So you understand yours, you understand hers and ours, how it all works together. And then when you know how it all works together, then your bodies can start moving in a rhythmic dance. But with all these mindsets, knowing exactly what he could do in the bedroom, Steve goes, I don't have premature ejaculation issues anymore because I know the exercise what to do. I can relax and also I know that I have an arsenal of things that I can do in the bedroom so I don't have to quickly put my cock in yeah that was inspiring like for me that was fucking inspiring from a dude who was like literally like he said to me my life is fucked i'm stuck like this and you know what i don't know what to do
0: yeah no it's uh, he he he's told me on several occasions as well that it's it's his his life is basically turned upside down what's really funny is how, how he basically can't even work anymore he can't focus
1: and the best part is, because it's like all those seven areas of life, a really great guy, I love to look into his theme, I tend can look into that. And you've got the relationship part, and that's the sexuality, the, the, the sexuality, the relationship mm. with your um, significant partner. And you can talk about the dating life of actually um, finding a person. But when you really understand the sexual component and you know you can get good at this area, then women actually are drawn to you. And then you just have this like ease of confidence about yourself as well. Because that's what he goes, dude, I don't feel like I have to quickly do this thing. He goes, I am the prize. Because I know when I take a woman to the bedroom, I know I can blow her mind.
0: Mm. 100%. So. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 th- I think it's, it's it's fascinating how, how guys change after they actually understand, properly understand, how to satisfy a woman in the bedroom. Because before that, they, 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 it's, it, it's it's so much for, for, for guys, it, it's so much of their lives usually surround doing things to make chicks like them. Right? Like, there's nothing wrong with building wealth or going to the gym or making, you know, cool friends or whatever the fuck it is. But so many guys do it for the sole purpose of... of Of like impressing girls and making them making girls like them and then they they spend their whole like we've been talking about this a lot lately and they spend their whole life learning that shit right and they end up usually not getting any girls anyway right Mm -hmm. they usually give up that then some of those guys go into the hardcore pick up sort of underground communities and learn how to meet like mediocre girls like that but then the few guys actually come to the SQL retreats. They afterwards, they're like, oh, I am actually the price here. So the girls are trying to impress me once the word sort of gets out, how amazing they are in the bedroom. And now they're like, why am I working? Like, why am I making all this money? <laughs> why am I going to do so It's like, like with Steve, who like went from like making a lot of money to basically not being able to to, to, to motivate himself to work. To basically getting skinny fat. <laughs> it's like... I mean, he's, he's getting back into it. I think he went through the face of just banging yeah. chicks.
1: But it's like, what's the point? My whole yeah. life I've been told I need the money and I need the money and all these external things to get the woman. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I go, no, nah, dude, you can give her a mind-blowing experience. And she wants to stay around with you Yeah. and not leave you. And she goes, when can I see you again? Because you're a genuine human being. And... <laughs> Tying it all back to ED as well, he goes, I can use my hands, I can go down on a woman, I can do all these things, and by knowing I can slow down, because that's a big thing, If you're going to take one massive thing away from this for ED, you don't have to put your penis inside the woman straight away, you can relax and slow down by at least 50%, and by doing that, that actually trains yourself to go, quick, I've got to be somewhere. There's nowhere to be. And I want to do, we will do a whole one about presence, not performance, because that is vital in regards to sexuality. And for you to have a great experience, and for her to have a great experience, and for together have a yeah,
0: great experience. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I think one thing almost every single guy doesn't get is that sex for, sex for women is fucking different than it is for men. If you go down on a woman, and you give her half a dozen to a dozen orgasms with your with your with your fucking face, <laughs> right? You just shove your face in her pussy and make her come six to ten times. Then you use your fingers and you make her squirt three times, right? And then you can literally just speak and like you know like different forms of dirty talking and creating this like pro like real we'll, we'll talk about this in another part but like proper dominance not the domineering shit mm. but like real dominance as well where she's following you in this consented sort of dom sub sort of situation where like even take out eating pussy take out fingering her take out squirting take out even regular sex just creating this extreme dominance and creating this super intense experience in and of itself without any form of actual sexual contact that alone can satisfy women to the point where they obsess about you for weeks. Mm. Add eating pussy, give her 10 orgasms like that. Then use your fingers and like, you know, the B spot G spot, like all these different spots. Give her orgasms like that. Then, you give her then you make a fucking squirt as well mm. and you do the, the the psychological dominance that you can, can be, be with your behavior mm. all of this without using any toys without using your dick <clears throat> without any of that you can literally be so much better than any man she has ever met and ever will meet that she will obsess about you so much she will actually think about this experience when she's on a fucking deathbed. Mm. And then you are so fucking chill. She's lying there like you're a fucking god. It's like you're inside my head. It's like I want to do anything I can to please you master, right? It's like it's going to be pretty fucking easy not to be anxious at this stage. Mm. It's like she's already worshipping you. Like you can literally have her, we can talk about like cock worshipping and and shit later on, but you can have her actually worshipping you and your cock. You're not going to be fucking anxious at this stage. It's like,
1: it's game over. Yeah, this is a long time (laughs) down the track, but at the same time, it's, the thing is, this might sound like you, even for the guy's day, be like, dude, this is all bullshit. I don't believe it. It's like, you have to be there to believe it, and that's it. And the thing is, this is a proven system that works time and time and time again. It's like a skill. Sexuality is a skill you can learn, like golf, like any other skill, like basketball, whatever you want to do. You just have to dedicate that time. It takes many years, but what we can do, we can cut that in half, but with the ED, I want to tie it back to that to really, really hammer this home today, it's... ED is psychological, you don't need sprays and what you do, you learn some techniques that help you, breathing techniques that can get over this for you and the big one is, is understanding you don't need to use all this stuff, as Pierre was saying, you have yourself and when you slow down that's going to help ED absolutely tremendously and then when you, when you do these things, what's going to happen? Is you're gonna have a great, greater sexual experience. And show is she or Because you get to take that pressure off yourself, and that when that pressure's off yourself, and then when you like know exactly how to be the best fuck she's ever had, you come across as you're saying so fucking confident.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, another thing as well, like we were talking about the other day, um, so many guys are so afraid of actually being who they are, mm-hmm. right? So they talk such a big game, right? So they are having this fake mask that they're carrying around pretending to be someone they're not in order to impress the girl. So they've been stringing the girl along with this fake persona and then once they get into the bedroom, they've been embodying this fake perception manipulation through perception manipulation of being this cocky, aloof, semi-cold kind of dude who who's just some sort of a like uber domineering, not dominant, usually very domineering kind of guy that they think is like the female ideal, which is not, but that's what they think. Then they get to the bedroom and the thing is, you, you, is, you you're, of course it's, it's obviously like a skill like golf or whatever, but the difference as we know with, with sex is because it's so loaded with emotion and it's so primal and so raw. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the psychological aspect is a hundred times more powerful than it is in sports and in golf, which is already very psychological. So once you add even more pressure to the situation, which is I am basically acting and putting on a show, which is creating a lot of pressure, just hanging out with a girl. And now we're going to go and we're going to start engaging in sexual activity, which is so loaded as it is. But not only are you gonna have to just focus on the sex, which is fucking terrifying. When you're sleeping with a new girl and you're, and you're just, you have not yet really stepped into that masculine core of yourself. It's fucking terrifying as it is. On top of that, you're also acting. So you can't focus on just the sex. You gotta focus on the sex while focusing on, on maintaining this character that you've been presenting. So you're playing two games at the same time. Both, which are extremely fucking difficult. Mm. How are you going to be able to do that? So, so one reason, in my opinion, that, that, that a lot of guys are having both ED and premature ejaculation, all these things, is because they're being someone they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, if you actually drop the fucking mask and you're being you, and you have all these tools... So you can make her completely satisfied before you even start having sex and you're yourself and you know how to connect emotionally and really have a girl like you for who you are, even with your vulnerabilities and your flaws and all these kind of things, then having ED itself wouldn't even be that humiliating anymore to begin with. And that would make it so much less pressure. And therefore, you would probably just not get it to begin with.
1: I mm. uh, completely agree. And it's so... Yeah, that's so spot on. Because, yeah, if, if guys put that pressure on themselves, and Pierre's already said this, when we've already said this, they put that pressure, that leads them to just quickly, I've got to get this done, and you don't have to be anywhere, you don't have to do anything, you can take your time. And tying into what you said as well, it's like really, really get to know yourself and being comfortable with yourself, which takes a lot of years of self-expression and exploration. That's, we can do a whole like, we can do so many podcasts on that, but when you get to the core of understanding yourself and being comfortable expressing who you are and your flaws, and then you express this to a woman so openly, then you're like, hey, you know what? This sometimes happens um the premature ejaculation thing and you, you're playing you're playing it off you're not acting cool and cocky about it you're being really humble and genuine going this is what's going on for me and if a woman laughs at you and goes ah oh, you got premature ejaculation tell that bitch to fuck off because you don't deserve that you don't deserve a woman laughing at you like that and making you feel so insecure about it. something that is not your fault that you don't know you don't know how to cure or over the um past you're going this has been debilitating for me And if someone's not understanding and accepting, do you really want that person in your life? And that's what I've always said as well. So yeah, get to know you and then find, and then when you're talking with a woman, you get to open up and express that. About the ED, you can talk about it 100%. That's going to alleviate some of the stress, but still knowing the techniques, how to um, lower the anxiety, um, bring that down, the breathing techniques, and knowing all the other stuff, definitely, definitely is going to give you, um, going going to solve that. You're going to be a notch above the rest. But in regards to this, get a better, deeper understanding about yourself. Start expressing and exploring about what's going on for you with the ED. And stop using the sprays because the sprays will only be debilitating in the long term and um, cause you more psychological scars in the long term. Yeah,
0: 100%.
1: But with that being said, what I want to do, since this is our first, uh, first podcast, when Pierre started talking about vulnerability... Pierre and I, do you want to have a chat about how we met?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then, Let's like, why is this? So,
1: basically, I'm a skinny hippie dude. That's basically what you'll see <laughs> from all that. And I was obsessed about, like, a lot of things. Like, i will give you a little bit of a backstory today. We might just do a whole podcast on this, because when you start to get to know us. I've just been obsessed with dating, relationship, sexuality, for the good part of... Uh, since I was 17, now I am 28 years old, Seven, 16, 17 years old. Just could not get enough about um, learning about these topics in PD. And how I ended up meeting Pierre, I'll give a um, backstory about Pierre. Um, basically, long story short, we'll go into detail and think about our stories another time, but when you brought up the vulnerability, Pierre is on the SQL retreats and he helps out a ton and he's such a significant such a significant part of the retreats. Because we're seeing this not just some tips and tricks and that's it. It's more about how can you fundamentally be a man that women are attracted to and you know exactly who you are and you can connect with women and you can satisfy them, but you're being your true authentic self and that shines through with the natural expression of who you are. I'm more naturally extroverted, Pierre's more naturally introverted, but how, what he teaches is the fundamental stuff is at the core, and that's your sexuality, about the vulnerability, about how to actually be masculine, how to open up, how to show who who you truly are, and how to step the fuck up, how to set boundaries. And Pierre talks about that extensively on the retreat, which is so needed, because when you can do that, women will get attracted to you, and they'll want to stay around, and when you can set boundaries and all these things in the bedroom, and vulnerability is part of being dominant, this all ties back to PE, because you start understanding that you're the prize and you're not going to have these issues anymore. Pierre fundamentally breaks these concepts down into a way that you can logically understand them, and then you can have the emotional epiphanies about these as well. So then when you do interact with a woman, you do interact with your boss next time, you do interact with anyone in life, these skills are transferable across everything. And when you do this, You will have great sex, great um, communication, and people will connect with you a lot more. And the thing is, it's fundamentally so important what he teaches because he's studied, been looking into this stuff for about 12 to 13 years with all this stuff. So then he could go, I have the nuanced understandings how I can actually get to a point where I feel relaxed, I feel grounded. So then when I communicate with a woman, he, he talks a lot about the masculine and the feminine and how that really entwines and how that really relates to sexuality and then how it relates to just being a man who goes for what he wants in life, not talking shit and basically making things happen. So that's why Pierre is an integral part. We'll go through his journey as well in another podcast about from start to finish. But in that, that is what's needed. That is the missing piece. And that's what the call, yeah, squirting, fingering, all this stuff, it's fantastic. It's all like the, I say that, it's like using sex toys and knowing all this stuff, it's all the party tricks and it's easy to do. But the fun, if the core fundamentals aren't there, which Pierre teaches, then everything else is going to go to shit.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I, I think the main reason why I'm enjoying teaching it through through this lens that we're teaching it now as opposed to what i used to do with the dating coaching is that vulnerability and boundaries and um, all 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 these other principles that i'm teaching now are so universal this is not how to get laid like you'll meet girls doing it and if you Couple this with actually being, like if you can also give a woman like 20 orgasms in the bedroom at the same time, you know you're the price and you just, you're vulnerable, you have boundaries, you're just a masculine man and you, you carry that presence with you. Then when you meet women, if you're single or open relationship, whatever it, whatever it may be, girls are going to start gravitating towards you naturally. I do think understanding a little bit about how how to have a little bit of a process of leading will help of course. But what's really cool about this is that once you do this, you basically you'll learn how to stay true to who you are. Right? I hate when people say just be yourself, but I'm essentially saying that, but with different words because be yourself has, has become just be super nice and be a pushover. Right? That's what has become. But being true to who you are is very, very different. That's basically taking a stand, right? And when you're truly being true to who you are, when you're in a relationship, you cannot be swayed from your path and from your purpose and from your focus. You're staying consistent over time which makes your woman trust you and respect you and admire you. She, and that is, and that combined with this almost Cirque du Soleil style sex skills that you'll get from the SQL retreat as well, there is no woman with her head screwed on the right way who will go and look at other men when you're like this. This There's just no reason because you connect, like you truly connect emotionally. Like there's a spiritual connection. It's so deep and so beautiful and so meaningful that she's not going to have that with anyone else, right? There's no other man that has the balls to open up like that.
1: She will never forget you. Never, Never,
0: never. And then on top of that vulnerability, you have really strong boundaries and a very clear purpose, right? which makes you very, very attractive as a man. She can't sort of get you off your focus, right? And then on top of all of this, you can give her 20 orgasms in a night. It's like, why would she even consider being with someone else? You're an amazing human being. You're super compassionate. You're really kind. You're a super strong leader. You're making life better just by being around you. Everyone around you respects you and likes you and and wants your time. And people are willing to pay for your time because you're so switched on and focused. And in the bedroom, you're the best she will ever have. It's, 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 it's just when it comes to relationships, this kind of stuff actually gives you the power to truly drop the facade and actually connect as a human to a human. And you don't have to run around being worried about saying, I love you and that's scaring her away, but you can open up and really be there emotionally and be emotionally naked. You know, and she can actually love you for you, and you don't have to worry about her using you, cheating on you, leaving you, or anything like that. The only thing that's gonna happen is she's going to brag to her friends about you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is so spot on, and that is why Pierre is yeah, part of the SQL retreat because and it's such a it's such a privilege to be here with him because we actually met and going, dude, you're saying the same thing I'm saying, but let's combine our stuff together and we love doing these podcasts. It's our first one and we just thought let's do this. This is our platform to really get our message to the world. So we really can't wait to be bringing you so much epic content and we're going to be doing a podcast Every single day and sticking to that. So, yeah, definitely give us your feedback and let us know what you think about this. And if you have any more questions about PE or stuff like that, or we have our website andrewmayock.com. And also, what you can check out is the Facebook group if you want more videos and things like that. But definitely share this podcast with your friends. Download, it, do everything that you need. And yeah, it's been a privilege. Um, it's been a privilege um, to have a chat with um, you as well, with Pierre, and give that um. Open, um about
0: that. Yeah, likewise, it's been really good. Yeah, and as we said, we made a pledge to give you guys 100 hours of free content in the next 100 days. So in order to make this as valuable as possible for for all of you, make sure you give us some feedback on, on, on the content. Um, what would you like to see more of? What would you like to see less of? Do you want it to be more structured? Do you want it to be less structured? And... In the future, we're also going to have um, some guests on the podcast. If you listening to this right now is an influencer of some sort you're an expert or a coach or you're just a smart motherfucker who could add some cool insights to the discussion, feel free to let us know and we'll get on a, on a quick chat, just us. And we'll see if, if, uh, if we click on a, on a personal level. And if we do, we would love to have anyone on the podcast who would be a good voice for this because you got to remember, so super quick about why I am here. So Andrew started SQL a while ago and has been running it, uh, very successful. It's been absolutely incredible. I, me and Andrew have been friends for quite a while. We actually never ended up getting into the actual story, but we've been friends for a few years. And I have run a a dating company um, that's been very successful. We went all over the world teaching programs where our clients come and live with us and we take them out and we teach them how to talk to women. And it's it's, it's dating coaching for men, right? And while doing this, Andrew was running the SQL thing. And for me, when I started doing this, for me, the dating coaching was almost like a bait, right? It was a bait to get people in the door because it was like, I'll teach you how to get laid. And the guys were like, yay, I want to learn that. And then they come to me and then the plan was, I was basically going to go "Psyche, Now you're actually just going to learn how to be a man. But what ended up happening is, is it did become very heavily focused on the just meaning women part and the this psychological science behind persuasion and influence. And it's all super fucking effective shit, right? It's not like it didn't really work. It worked too good. It worked so good that it was really hard to start talking about these things that produce a little bit of a more of an internal result, right? It's it's too it's more emotional. It's, it's almost painful to go through that change. But once you do go through that change, many women, is just like that. I snapped my fingers, you can't see that, but anyway, right? And so I was getting increasingly frustrated with being stuck teaching guys basically different types of language patterns when you're talking to women, right? And really not showing guys how to be true to who you are and all that kind of stuff. Then I saw what Andrew was doing, and Andrew's stuff, even though it was heavily, heavily focused on sexuality, it was back then, I'm not sure what you think, but it was probably like 70% of the party tricks and 30% of, of, of the, the other stuff.
1: We were not doing SQL back in the day. Yeah,
0: in the beginning. It was more like how to make it more, but it was a lot of connection stuff as well, but it was, uh, it was very 50, heavy. We 50-50. Yeah, something like that. And, but the what what was happening in my company is there was probably like 95% on the, on the verbal party tricks. So to say, um, and 5% on the actual internal change. So I saw Andrew running a lot more of that. So I decided to come over here and, and, uh, yes, yeah, so we restructured, restructured things a little bit and uh, yeah, that's why I'm over here. I completely forgot my point. I had a really, really good point, but uh, I'll re-listen to this and we can go through that point in the next podcast because we're actually out of time. Um, yeah. 54 minutes. Do you have any last words? Anything else you would like to say?
1: No, I don't. Stay tuned guys. All all I can say, I'm super excited. We actually bought a new mic today to really crank this for you guys. because we want. Yes. Sorry to interrupt you,
0: but super quick. For those that are watching, can you give us some feedback on the sound? This is a new mic and we're not, you know, we're, we're testing things out. So let us know if it's good enough. It's good enough.
1: That's it. But we're so psyched in regards to giving you tons and tons of information, like giving you insights. That's what we want to give you insights so you can go implement and you can give those like, oh shit, I can see where you're coming from now. Because the thing is, we've been obsessed, I said for 23 years collectively, of like, how can we make this, going out there, making this happen, and we want to share with you what we've learned along the way. So please, please let us know what you think. And for me, on my end, that is completely it. Just wrap up with the P. Remember, P is psychological. You're not fucked up. You can get it sorted. Stay away from the sprays. And what you want to do is start relaxing. Start looking into meditation. And when you can do this, when you can relax, you can start really um, curing. Um, some symptoms of the pee because you won't be so anxious in the bedrooms because the anxiety will cause you to build that like tension in your body and that tension will want to be released in the form of ejaculation. So what we want to do is take a step back and just go, you know what, I need to relax. And when you relax in the bedroom, it's going to alleviate a lot of um, tension and pressure.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I actually just remembered what my point was with the old rant, um, but I'll take that in another thing. The main thing is share this podcast. This is a revolution. This is a movement. We are making men men again. And um, that was actually sort of what my rant was going to end up with, but we'll cover that in another podcast. Anyway, if you know a guy and he's frustrated in the bedroom, he's being walked all, all over by women. He's afraid of being abandoned. He can't be himself. Then introduce him to this podcast. Hundreds of hours of free shit. Yeah.
1: Or doesn't know how to connect as well. Yeah. Doesn't know how to connect with women and can't emotionally express himself because we get a lot of logical guys saying, yeah. I can't open up. Yeah. And if you're a woman,
0: tell your boyfriend to listen to this.
1: And honey, you're coming. You're coming to SQL because you know what? Or you have to listen to this thing on the way to work because I need you to fuck me, right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And with that, I think we're signing out before we start trolling too hard. Um, see you tomorrow.
1: So yeah.